Last time on The Dungeon House, the party regroups and continues to go shopping. After collecting a few more items, they head to the docks, down by the docks, and earn a passage on a ship by beating some pirates at a game of blackjack. Will the party use the pirates successfully to travel, or will the pirates betray them? That tends to be the thing they do. What are the merfolk going to be like? Find out right now on The Dungeon House. How dare you say that to my face? I'll say it again. Bring it. I'm not gonna lie, I completely forgot how D&D started. <laughs> Welcome to the dungeon house. Yeah, that's yeah. it. All right. Yeah. So first we listen to it. Interesting intro of fighting, I'm assuming, between Faith and Tori. Yep. Who won? I think they actually killed each other. Yeah, I think it was like exactly. It was like, like they you know that it, you know the time. anime moments when, when they like they, each other, they, they both they hit each other and they're both like, just like, like <laughs> and then they fall on the ground and then they talk. <laughs> yes, and then everyone's like, "Oh, it's so sad, so sad," and you're like, "Bro, in season two they're coming back." Um, what was that? Do you guys remember what island you're heading off to? The Merfolk Island. Tortura. Tortura, yes. And who are you supposed to be meeting there? Tortuta. Maxiltar. Maxiltar. And who are you meeting? And who is the owner of the boat that you are going to be meeting at the docks to get on the SS Swiffer? Ah. I just wrote down the SS Swipper. Yeah, I don't know if he gave us his name. Uh, his, name his name's Steffers, just so you guys remember. Oh, yeah. Steffers. Awesome. Well, let's jump straight into this. So, you guys sort of went to bed that night at the inn. Um, and we're just going to start. I think you guys had to be there at 7 o'clock in the morning or something. Yeah. All right, we had to so be there early. So about six o'clock comes around, and you guys wake up um, just in the end. Um, as you guys sort of wake up in the end, you know, stretch around and things like that. Um, Show the moon. All right. Now, shake it. Shake it. Rock shaking it. <laughs> All right. Passive. passive perceptions real fast. All right. Yeah. Oh, no. Ten. Oh, Sixteen. Ten. All right. Uh, Rebecca, as everyone's waking up and you're leading them in their morning ritual of singing and yoga, um, you do notice that as Gale wakes up, he seems to, like, wake up pretty abruptly as heavy beads of sweat are falling off of his face right now. <sighs> he, uh, he kind of gets up and he, like, he looks around, um, and I, you notice as he first woke up, he kind of like reached for his, his wooden sword and then he kind of calms down for a little bit and then just kind of like sheepishly looks around and starts like gathering his stuff up. One boy is sweating like Caspian. <laughs> Are you okay, mister? Mister. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just had a, a, a really bad dream. Would you like a wash rag? 
Is it that bad? No. Sometimes having a cool wash rag helps you de-stress. Particularly if you're hot. Wink, wink. I'll take one. <laughs> All right. Perfect. You uh, go. You go. What happened in your dream? I don't oh. think I've ever had a dream. Are you talking about you or your character? What happened in your dream? Oh. It was really weird. I was... I was in this forest. It reminded me a lot of the forests of my childhood, where I grew up, um, close to my my grandma's house, and um, I was there with sister. And there's these creatures that attacked us. I can't remember if anyone else was there. Was no. I there? Uh, no, I I can't remember. Rock looks threatened. <laughs> And they, something happened and I felt like I was back under the same kind of control that I had been when I was an assassin. When I was on, under the control of the, the, those people and then I, I was fighting these tree people and this other thing. I had no idea what it was. And then the tree people cast a spell on me and they made me fight sister. And I, I, I killed her. And then the really big tree thing said that. It was good. It was, yeah. Um, I'm. He just kind of like locks up there and just kind of, kind of stutters. Like, uh, it's okay. It's all right. Just deep breath in. One, two, three. Come on. Come on. Come on. You were an assassin. Come on. I was. I'm not anymore, though. Mm. I, uh, I'm now an adventurer. Mm -hmm. You have a good heart. Thank you, Vox. That means a lot. As of now. Alright! Now everybody shake it again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah! Alright! Now... It is time. It I, is hug time. I I think I'm gonna go get some air. Okay. And Gail walks out of the room. But you you forgot hug time. <laughs> <laughs> but hug time. <laughs> hey, you're lost, man. <laughs> hey, red. Well, no one's hugging me, so I'm gonna hug myself because I, I've, I've earned this. I deserve this hug. I am good. I'll hug you. Ari's going to walk right. up to to her and wrap her arms around her, like lift her up and give her a big old bear hug, put her down. Let's go. Her arm? It's time to go. Arm. Oh! <laughs> oh <no>. Arm. <laughs> oh, so sad. This is awkward. 
This is awkward. All right. And what are you guys doing? So Gail's walked out. Is everyone just sort of chilling? What's the what's the game plan for the day? Ari is leaving. Locks. She's gonna get some food and then she's gonna go down to the docks to meet yeah. stuff in her mover. I think we're getting ready to head to the docks. Zephyrs. As as they're walking, Rock's gonna kind of ask, maybe like pull Ari to the side and uh, we're gonna ask like not we, just him. So what do you what do you think about Gil's dream? It, it was a dream. I don't really know what to say. I don't have any magical powers. I don't know how to read magical dreams. I don't know what to tell you. I don't put much stock in it. I guess it's just before today, I guess I didn't ever consider the fact that maybe whatever used to have hold of Gale might still have some kind of power. I, I know it was just a dream, but like... You're right, it's a possibility, but we will cross that bridge when it comes. Okay. Because again, I don't know it. any of that magical anything. I don't know how we would tell. I don't know what to do if it was. Unless you can think of something, I just say we wait and watch. And Rock's gonna be like, you know this magic, and he's gonna cast a big silent image that's just like a big fiery dragon right in front of Ari's face. Like, <laughs> And he's gonna be like, magic! And then like run up ahead. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was an event. I don't know. <laughs> you can cut that whole part out if you want to. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, we're, I think we're all just getting ready to head to the boat, I think. Okay. So, you guys ready to just head to the boat right now then? All right. Sweet. So as you guys leave the end, I'm again making your way down to the boat. You do recognize that uh, Ren just uh, is still sort of suffering from some of that illness of sleeping with the the rotting head, and so Ren uh, Ren sort of voices she's going to stay behind again. As you uh, get closer to the the dock, you're like waking up. Um, as you're looking about, just sort of in the dock area of the capital, you see people running off to their boats for the morning. The smell of lake sort of permeates around. Uh, wet wood, things like that. Um, eventually, you work your way over. As you start passing some boats, you see some like really great, magnificent galleons, like multiple um, sails. You see a couple looking dinghies. Um, eventually, when you get to the location you're supposed to go, you come across what seems to be a functioning boat as this uh, sort of sloop is sitting in the lake. It's not the most fashionable by any means. It's got about one mast sail, um, it's a little bit of like damage on the side, not, not not too terrible for the most part. As you come across the SS Swipper, uh, just sort of looking at this boat, you see uh, Steffers and some of his crewmates sort of prepping the boat for a voyage for the day. All right, to be expected. 
How are you, good sir? Good morning. See this? Stepper sort of like looks up from the task he's at. He's like, ah, y'all made it. Yeah, how are you? Uh, do it all right. Do it all right. Good. Do you need like some water? Or, like some type of shade to block out the sun? Or like, you know, something like that. That's still, still early in the day. You're going to need some shade by the end of this voyage. Still mad. Still think your uh, friend cheated as he looks over at Ari. Nah. I, <laughs> I observed the whole thing with a Nat tool. So, she was not cheating. Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. Whatever. How does one cheat with only one arm? Yeah. <laughs> That's very impressive. Alright, we'll, we'll be ready to go in about 30 minutes-ish. Uh, we're just loading up a couple things, making sure everything's tied down. Just let us, so about 30 minutes, we'll head out be here or we'll head out without you. Alright, um, would you like some help setting up? Because, like, we want to be good boat guests. Uh, I guess y'all can help out. There's yeah, a couple. Right. Have any of y'all been on a boat before? Um, no, I've never been on a boat. Yes, I have. Uh, remind me, was Rock ever on a boat? Or was he just kidnapped to a boat and then dropped off of a boat? Does he I, have any memory of the boat? Oh, you were, you and... He was on a rowboat. This is like a, a real boat. No, no, no. She was on the big boat. Oh, wait, no, that was Rose. Yeah, Rose was on the big oh, boat. Oh, Rose was on the big boat. Okay. Uh, Rose is dead. Yeah, I've been on a big boat. Bigger than this. At, with that comment, he sort of looks at you, Rock, and snarls, and he's like, hey, we all can't be the finest here. Nope, that's why we all have to help each other. Now, how do I tie this rope? All right. As How many of you guys are helping with the boats, getting it ready in the morning? I'll help. Ari will attempt oh. to help as much as she can with one arm. Lua is what? Lua is not. Lua is what? Lua is not. She's just kind of standing back and watching the crew. I'll help. I think... Gail would kind of like look and then just go stand by by Lua. I, I, I don't think I'll be very much help. Hey, I know you'll be a lot of help. Why don't you help me tie this rope? Are you scared of boats? Um, no, not really. Just I don't never worked on a boat before. It's okay. That's why you help me with this one rope, and then you'll be done. Okay. All right. Ari's going to be doing some of the heavy lifting as much as she can. I'll go up to one of the seamen. Hey, mister. I heard a story about some sirens the other night. <gasps> what do you the know about them? The seaman that's sort of tying a knot, he sort of like looks over at a box and he's like, Sirens, you say? Were you listening to that old, old fool in the bar? Well, I didn't think he was a fool. He was old, though. Ah, he's a fool. He's talking about some magic ladies in the ocean trying to call him in. That's because he never, ever got one in life. <laughs> Boom, rusted. Yeah, for real, so. Jeez. Oh. Ah, so the sirens aren't real? I doubt it. There's no such things as sirens. The only weird creatures out here are the merv benches. 
because this is a PG podcast, and that's the word I am using. Really, the mer- oh, that's terrible. As he uses an explicit term to describe the merfolk. There we go. Oh. Are they really that bad? Well, they taste good, but uh, they're, they're weird and they're savages. <laughs> hate dealing with them, but the only way to make a profit nowadays is to work with them. I'm assuming the captain told us you guys were headed to a... Uh... Did you tell him where you guys were going? We'll say well, we did. We alluded that it was an under-the-table kind of job. You're right, but you so did not I say the location. It's like, we deal with them every once in a while, but that that's about a weird, weird creatures we get. Nah, I don't believe in sirens. Okay, believe- well, in one of my books, I read a story about sirens. Listen, Pipsqueak, I got a work to do unless you're going to tie a knot. Yeah, I know how to tie a really good knot. Around. Okay. I'll help. <laughs> nice. So, Vox, you're helping out now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, any more role-playing before we jump into the next part? Uh-oh. All right. Mm-hmm. So, after, with your guys' help, the boat's up and running in about only 15 minutes, just um, tying knots and things like that. With that, Steffers walks up and is like, All right, now let's, let's set sail on our adventure today to help you out with whatever business you need doing. Where to? <clears throat> um, we're going to the island Tortura. Tortura. Yes, we are going to grab some things of a friend of ours. I see. You know, they say that the island Tortura is where some mighty, mighty, not good things happen. What do you mean? Dealing with dealing with some highly illegal activities. What well, it looks like. No. Worse than regular on the down low. I did. I did. But reporting this type of work to the capital can get you a pretty, pretty good finder's fee, if you know what I'm saying. But oh. not true friends. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know for true friends, though. I guess I don't. I don't know if we should be doing this out of the goodness of our heart anymore, crew. What do What do you guys think? Well, what if we send you? What if we send you a song, like a good fashion, nice ocean song? Is the song gonna pay my bills? I'll, it can uh, lift your spirits to have We made a bet, and you lost. It's true. It's, it's true, but... We are good, good, loyal citizens of the Empire that never deal with illegal activities. Sure, I'll so say... far roles have been re- reversed. You would appreciate if we reported on any illegal actions that you were taking. Uh, we haven't done any illegal actions, have we? Can I run around the ship and see if there's anything, like, sketchy around the ship? Okay. Wait. One sec, real quick. So, Lua's been observing the crew the entire time. Okay. Can I perhaps make a perception check to see if I could 
if I saw anything that was uh, of the illegal actions of sort. Lua, make a perception check. Fox, make an investigation check as a backup. Let me get to my perception really quick. I have a couple of tabs. Why is that? Uh, unnatural 20. Oh, dang. All right, that's not working. Let's see what Lua gets first. Perception, you say? Yeah. Perception, perception, perception. I got a 17. All right, all right. So here's the question, and I'll ask this to both of you. Um, what sort, Do you know what activities are illegal going on that you are looking for specifically? Um, I'm just looking for anything that looks shady. Hey, kid, you want this cigarette? <laughs> so I'm probably going into, like, is there, like, a bottom section in here? Or is it all just one deck? Like how? There's, there's a bottom section. So you ran into the oh. bottom section. Yeah, I probably went in there and seen what's in there. All right, as, as you're running there, Steffers just, like, looks over and sort of laughs. <laughs> He's not going to find anything down there. Um, and Lua, what are you specifically looking for? Lua would probably just have been observing... The like the materials items that sh they were putting on board, seeing if like any illegal type of because we know drugs are a big thing here, drug type things or perhaps um, like illegal just like illegal contraband because I feel like she would have a general idea of the law of the land of just illegal contraband. All right, all right. She, uh, With that. And with that notice of drugs, mentioning the drug situation that you ran into in the super poor area of the capital with Rebecca's mushrooms. Um, with that background, Lua, as they've been boarding things and as they've been getting ready the ship, you did notice that there was a couple interesting looking boxes. One of them spilt open while it was going through that had some kelp in it. And you're like, kelp is not a very common, like, like kelp. But like, so that's that's something of peculiarity. Uh, Vox, as you run down into the boat, um, you start seeing all these boxes and things. You start opening up. You start finding the basics, such as rope and some fruits and some vegetables, some fresh water, um, some kelp, some other things. But nothing would ever, but nothing really stands out to you as too shady. That's just what you're okay. able to find. Lua is going to speak up and maybe and just be like, maybe we should have the guards come uh, take a look at your kelp. Steffers just sort of sits there and is like, kelp? Why would the guards care about kelp? Hmm, well, I may have seen some things while you were boarding and as some of your crew members spilled some of the said kelp. This staffer sort of sits for a second and he's like, hmm. But it's just kelp. Why? Is there anything wrong with kelp? Hmm. Well, I guess we can go get our, our friends and we can have them investigate your boat. Keep in mind, our friend is a very, very, very powerful man. The guards. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wish it was just the guards. No, actually, one of our best friends happens to be one of the White Knights. In fact, the only White Knight that survived. 
Maybe we'll have her come take a gander at your ship. Make an intimidation check with advantage. <laughs> intimidation. <laughs> right. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. 24. Steppers immediately sits there and you, it looks like he just shat himself and he's just like, You <laughs> know, I'm just uh, joking. <laughs> Jump on board, everyone. Let's, let's head off to Tortora. Uh, uh, the ocean is so blue. The ship is so pretty. Um, it's actually okay. a lake lady. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the body of water. <laughs> nice. And you guys head off on the boat. Put up, put up, put up. Nice. So, as you guys get on the boat and begin crossing towards the lake, um, if you remember, it's gonna it takes about a half day to get down to the island of Tortora, and then a half day to get back. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, with those travel times, we're just going to go through three rolls. Um, just to see if I can hear them. Sorry, two rolls for each travel down and travel back because it's only a half day. Um, during that time, we're just going to see if anything happens depending on the roll you get. So, who wants to um, make the first roll? There is one thing I want to do beforehand. Before, like this is just some role play that as we're going down, I'd like to to do something. Yes. Let's let's do the roll. First, I need to prep anything. You okay. rose, Kyle. Oh, so we're, we'll just do the rolls now, just in case we roll and I need to prep something, and then we'll jump over to the role play. Just just so what I have we, time to prep. What are we rolling, Kyle? Uh, roll a d12. Who wants to make the two Can rolls? Wait, just so two Mc- people in the other one? McKay will make a roll, and who wants to make the other roll? I'll do it. I'll make a roll. Yep. Okay. Tori got it first. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. Oops, you got the one coming back, Joy. This okay. Eight. Four. All right. And Tori? I don't even know what a 12-sided die looks the one, like. That's the one. That's the one with 12 sides. Three. <laughs> okay, a four and a three. Okay. So, as the boat begins to sail away from the docks, it seems to be a pretty clear day as the boat begins to sail and you guys are off on your adventure. As soon as we kind of like leave, um, when basically everyone's kind of settled down, I'll kind of motion for everyone to gather around. Um, Hey, everybody. uh, I know I mentioned yesterday that I, I knew some merfolk when I was growing up, at least from where I'm from. I knew a merfolk. Oh, you did? Yeah. Nice. Anyway, tell me what you were going to say. Oh. I, I don't know about the merfolk that you met, but the, the merfolk that I knew, they had a couple of things that they did in their culture that might be helpful to us to talk with these people. I, I was never really around them a lot, but I saw some of them. I, I, I know that they, um, some of the folk that I knew, they were pretty advanced people. They, they were well respected in my land and they really contributed. They weren't like what people said here, like savages. My so friend I, was just a regular kid like me, so. 
Yeah, I don't think that we have to treat them like they're anyone less, at least from my experience. Agreed. Um, Everyone is human. Another thing that might help, maybe for y'all that have a little bit better voices than I do, but um, the way they greet each other is by kind of singing like a little, like, melody, like just the just the notes, just like. Do, 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 do. Something like that. I don't know. Do, 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 do. They'll make a performance check. Okay. That's so bad. <clears throat> Actually, I got 16. Okay. Okay, that passes. And it's not about like the specific notes. It's just like doing like a little jingle like that. I have a question. Is it like you know, stagnant, or is it like fluid type of singing? Is like dissonance to the notes, or is it like... I mean, they have kind of like a like a like an echoey voice, so kind of like wobbling. Swallowed, a swallowed sound. Okay. There was there was a person talking about this new type of music. I think it's called jazz fusion. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> jazz. I think that's it. <laughs> Do we have? Uh, we have William's music in here. Shout out to William. But, uh, Shout out to the guy that wrote our title song, Jazz, Jazz Fusion. <laughs> that's not his name. That's sorry, what, were you gonna, what were you going to say? Sorry. I was just wondering if I could roll a performance check, Kyle, and see if I could do a very nice siren song. Siren song? No, uh, Murpho greeting. I'm sorry. Make a performance check, Rock. 20! Nat 20! She so got it's Nat 30. 20. It's a 30. It's a 30. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be honest, Tori. So, Rock, like, Gail, you make it this noise, right? And you did it pretty correct, like how it's supposed <laughs> to sound. But, like, Rock doesn't even know what it's supposed to sound like, and he just does it, and you're like, wait a second. Like, that's what a Morphlook sounds like! That's, that's what they sound like. That's, that's like, perfect. Radical. Can you teach me how to do that? Yeah. You just kind of... And then Rock's going to do it again. Do you have any, any, anything else? Um, I, I, I don't remember much else. I mean, I played with some Morphlook kids a couple of times, but my family really moved around a lot, so we didn't. I didn't have any really, really close friends, so no, I don't, I don't really know anything else. I mean, I'd like to learn more, but maybe the captain knows. I'll go talk to him. All right, let me scamper off. Alright, as you run up to the captain, he sees you coming closer and you just immediately watch as his head just like goes straight and he looks straight ahead of him. Like and just goes stiff as you come close. Hello, sir. He actively ignores you. I have a question for you. Um <laughs> What do you know about the Merfolk? This he sort of like glances down at you and he's like, ah, they eat you. They eat me? Yeah, they like eating the small ones the fastest. Oh, I don't think they'll eat me. Okay. Keep telling yourself that, kid. Have you ever been eaten? Twice. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
horrific. But I burst my way out of the the beast's stomach with my own sword as he sort of like kicks his sword out of side. Wow. You must be like a, a true adventurer then. He sort of like looks down at you now, like a little satisfied with himself. He's like, well, I don't want to be too boastful, but I am probably the best captain on this lake right now. Is that because it's early? No, it's because I'm the best out of everyone, all times of the day, during all areas. You would be, you'd be quick to learn that. But so, what, are you like your... really fast or something? Fast as bow here, the SSS Swipper, or SS Swipper. Oh. I'm so fast I can outrun one of them giant sharks. Do I sense boasting? Uh, you... Go ahead. I didn't say that. I was, ask, I was asking if I like, could roll to see if you're like hardcore flying. Make an insight check, Rebecca. That is uh, 19? 19. Since you rolled over a 5, you can tell that this guy is full of it. <laughs> okay. Oh, then I'd know that too. Yeah, but you didn't believe that the old man was full of... Well, sometimes, sometimes old men... Sometimes you choose. Yeah, you choose. <laughs> you choose to believe. It's like Santa Claus, you choose to believe. I mean, Santa is real for all of our younger listeners. Santa is real. Um, well, okay. Bye! <laughs> Alright. So, as um, the first couple hours go by, um, it's pretty nice. It's been a beautiful day so far. Nothing really happens. Um, sailing is fine. Water is not nice. You see a couple other boats. Nothing too peculiar. Um, what are you guys doing on the boat right now? Just, just, just position you guys a bit. And I would recommend everyone jumping over to the roll 20 about right now. Oh, yeah. I forgot my laptop. Yeah. All right, there's a second. I got it. I'll throw it up on the perfect thing. I would say Rock would probably just be finding somewhere to just play some tunes for a little bit. Okay. Um, uh, Vox would have um, probably ran around talking to people throughout the party. Yeah. And then eventually maybe, is there a crow's nest? There is a crow's nest, yes. He'd probably at some point find himself up in a crow's nest just reading his book, maybe. Alright. Everybody else? Um, Gail would probably be close to the front of the ship, just like feeling the wind. Just kind of smiling to himself. Okay. Rebecca is meditating next, like in the center. You're like everybody join me in vibe. Release the negative energy. Rebecca, make a constitution save. What? Why? Um it's summer. It's a five! Since you have it your eyes closed on a boat oh, that's a cool and it's 
moving up and down and washing back and forth. Uh -oh. You begin to get seasick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ari and Lila? Um, Ari's going to find a place where she can see where the ship is going, um, but have a place to sit down. I'm assuming it's hot on the boat and she's wearing full plate armor. So maybe somewhere a little bit. I don't know if there's any shade on the boat. All right. But somewhere as cool as possible while she, where she can still see kind of the ocean around her. Lua is sitting like in the best vantage point that she can get watching everybody. I have a question. Nice. What is it, Faith? Since, you know, Rebecca vibes with the universe and being in the ocean is similar to space, can I not get super seasick? You are seasick. No! Like, have you ever closed your boat on, have you closed your eyes on a boat for a long period of time? No, I've never closed my eyes in a boat. <laughs> throw up. Yeah. Yep. You get pretty sick. Oh. <laughs> I, never, right. I never said my eyes were shut. I just said they vibe with me. Now does that mean to eyes shut? My eyes are naturally always looking shut. Don't, don't worry. It's, it's not going to affect you. It's just flavor text. Gross. Alright, as it's going, um, Lua, since you are looking actively everywhere, and Ari, both of you make a perception check. Sixteen. Okay. Un momento, por favor. Where the frick there it is, I want. Which one was this, Kyle, one more time? Perception. A 16. All right. So as you guys are sort of watching around, as everyone's sort of enjoying themselves on this nice little cruise, uh, you guys would see something like this appear in front of your boat. Um, uh, nah, joking, no. joking. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, oh my goodness. Save it for later. <laughs> you would actually see this. The fin, uh, the fin of what seems to be a really large fish or shark, sort of appearing like over here in this general area. Lua's gonna point that uh. to the captain. I imagine she's towards the back of the ship, kind of back towards the captain, and she's back over here somewhere. Alright. I guess it would be on for like role-playing purposes would be over here on this side That's just kind of back here and she would point it out to the captain and i imagine she would have overheard boxes uh the uh conversation that box had and she would be like hey i think it's about time you show us how fast your boat is as she points it out I said, this captain sort of looks at that shark and he sits there and he's like, huh, scary sharks out here right now. We'll just keep an eye on it. They usually don't attack boats unless there are other merfolk around them. 
dang thing, dang merfolk have been using these sharks as sort of antagonists right now. They can, they figured out how to get them to ram ships and make them sink. With that, I'm going to hold ready in action. All right. And if this thing gets close to us, I, sir, am going to cast a spell, a very special spell. Okay. Ooh. Ari, what are you doing? Um, Ari's just going to watch it very closely. Okay. Not going to draw a sword or anything, because she needs to hold on to the boat if it gets rammed. <laughs> nice. So, one arm to do that. a couple minutes pass, Ari, you're just watching this. No one has told anybody else on the ship that there's a massive shark nearby. As you guys are all enjoying life. After about five, ten minutes, you just watch as the spin disappears into the distance of the, the lake. And the the ride continues for the next couple hours with nothing happening. Rock never saw it, right? Yeah, Rock never saw it. Rock was playing his instrument. Yes. Nice. After a while, I'll probably eventually come down from my crow's nest. Lua? Yes. You've been quiet lately. Are you okay? Just a lot on my mind. That's about it. Well, hey, if you want to talk to me about it, I, I'll listen. I appreciate it. But I think right now I just need to kind of mull over my thoughts. Okay. Well, I'm here for you if you need. Thank you, Fox. And with that, the boat continues sailing. Uh, after one more hour, by about noonday, noon midday, right, uh, you start seeing that you've seen like a couple landforms passing as you've gone through other like little islands and stuff like that. Nothing like super big. Eventually, you you see off in the distance as you begin getting closer to what seems to be like a bigger looking island. The captain sort of calls out to everybody. He's like, "Tortuga is up ahead. Ready the bet." Ready the cannons, get your weapons ready. Any moment these merfeshers might attack us. As the boat begins getting closer and closer to the island, um, you guys start noticing things in the water. Rebecca starts singing! What do you start singing? The thing that Gail taught us. Da 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 Make a da, performance da, check. Da. That's a thirteen. Okay. Rock is going to join. I in. mean, I think that's pretty realistic for being seasick. <laughs> All right, Rebecca, as you're making that song, um, you watch as the, these mo this movement in the water, the heads start popping up as some of the merfolk are swimming around in this area, and they start eyeing you down very suspiciously as the boat keeps cruising as you're singing this, uh, this song of greeting to them. And Rock, are you joining in on that? Yep. 
Rock make a performance check. Can she keep that nat 20 from the first time? No. 18, though. That's not bad. With that, um, as you guys are sort of singing that off to the side, like you start noticing more and more merfolk heads start popping up, um, watching you guys more and more suspiciously. Mostly they were sort of hiding, but now some of them are like really popping up on the side of the boat, just watching you guys as you start getting closer and closer to the um, to the island. Ooh, ooh, I'll join in. Da, da. Da, 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 da. Ox, make a performance check. Six. <laughs> As Vox joins in, immediately. Well, where, where, where is he located again? Vox is about right here-ish. Ah, uh, you no. moved him. I would have still been up in the crow's nest. You nice. said you came down from the crow's nest. You did. Yeah. But that was like that an hour ago. Continuity. She never said you went back up. That's true. Uh, as once Vox joins in, you immediately watch as, like, almost on cue, all the merfolk disappear underwater. Did I do that? You sang beautifully. No one composed. Nice. Me? I'm gonna make a perception check. No one composed. All right, make. Yeah, Ari's gonna. Make a perception check as well. She's gonna watch closely. Okay. Seven. 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 Yes. I got a fourteen. Okay. Anything you're looking for in particular? Um. Just kind of seeing if I can see where they went. If I can see anything else, that shark from earlier, that kind of stuff. Um. As you're looking in the water. Interestingly enough, you no longer see, like before as you got closer to you, you would see the merfolk sort of near the top. Now there are no merfolk near you whatsoever at all. They have like started to get far away from this boat. Did uh, Lewis see their like faces as they were leaving? Uh, yeah, she would have seen their faces because their faces came out. What were they like when they started swimming away? Uh, a moment of horror and disgust. All right. Nice. Um, any other actions or any other things before the boat gets close enough to the island? Mm. Chill. I'll climb back up into the crow's nest. It's All okay, right. bud. It's okay. As the boat gets closer to the island of Tortora, um, after you get about 50 feet away from the coast, um, the boat sort of stops abruptly as Steffers like starts commanding his crew to lower the flag, like to stop the ship. This is about as far as I'm going to the little coast. It's about 50 feet out. Nice little swim. You guys can do your bartering out there. But I'm not. I'm not getting on the coast of this island. Is there a, perhaps a, a D that we could say use? to get to the coast, and I, I offer him five gold pieces. Uh, as he takes the five gold pieces from you. Yes, we do have a we do have a dinghy attached to this ship. Uh, you can take it to the island, do your bartering, uh, bring whatever that you've come here for back on the dinghy to the ship. I just refuse to get closer, because 
it close. It's about closer to the shores of Tortura. The the Merfolk. Uh, it's a little shallow and it's pretty easy to stop a ship. I'd rather keep it out in the open just in case we need to make a quick getaway. If you know what I mean. No, that, that makes sense. All right. Sadly, though, the dinghy can only fit three people on it. So, only three of you will be able to go. I mean, I I, I can I can swim. I'm I'm pretty good at swimming. I'm definitely. I think I'm pretty good at swimming. I think rock on the dinghy. I can't swim with full plate armor. I would like to be on the boat. Alright, so what I'm hearing is Rebecca wants boat, Ari wants boat, Gail and Box. Boat. Ari needs boat. Rock wants, wants boat. Is there someone here that would like to uh, fly? And Gail kind of kind of like sheepishly smiles. I, I'll fly. <laughs> you can swim though, Box. This is for people that can't swim very well. I, guess I don't know how to swim fly. very well. I, want to I mean, it'd be nice if Ari could fly. <laughs> oh no! How sturdy does this dinghy look? It looks sturdy enough to fit three people on it. Uh, a seven-foot full orc in full plate armor. It looks sturdy enough to fit a person and Ari on it. I will fly Ari. Yes. <laughs> That's yeah, Gail, I'd, I'd appreciate you flying me. It doesn't look like it'll hold me All right, very so well, at least. Ari and Gail are flying. Rebecca and Rock. Gail oh. can't fly. He can only fly one other person. Oh, sorry. He's going to fly. Oh, so Ari's flying and Gail's swimming? Yes. Okay. Uh, Vox is swimming. Rebecca and Rock are in the boat. Lua, what are you doing? First, I'm going to make a... Uh, insight check with the crew or the captain and see if they have any intention of leaving. Mm. Wise decision. Natural 20. Okay. As you're looking about the crew as you're getting ready for the dinghy, you see a couple of them snickering and things like that. Uh, what you're able to sort of get though from their commotion and talking is that they'll They'll most likely wait for you. Like, there's no point in leaving you behind just to let you die, right? But you guys are not a priority whatsoever in their mind. So you can assume from that that if danger occurs or something goes bad on the island, that boat is going far, far away. Okay. Um, with that, Ari, or not Ari, Lua is going to comment to the captain. Just so you know... If we happen to not return, our friend will uh, come searching for us. And we did let her know who and where we were going with. And just happened to be with our other friend, the Archbishop. Make a deception check. Oh, baby, I love D&D. <laughs> Deception, you say. Yes. 21. <laughs> Cattle space right now. 
So D and D Beyond is no longer used for dice rolling, starting now. <laughs> so I feel like they've it's doing good for me, dude. It's doing good for me right now. All There's right, eighteen plus three. All right, all right. You watch as this guy, Captain Sir sits here, is like, we would never dream of leaving you. That's against our moral code as upstanding citizens <laughs> of the Empire. Oh well, I'm quite glad. All right, you guys are good to go. So everyone's. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Vox. Gil, I didn't know that you could make people fly. Why didn't you say that, like, forever ago? Um, Why didn't you let me fly? I want to fly. You can fly another time. I, I, I can do it, like, once a day, two times a day. But since Ari's pretty heavy, it'd, be, it'd make the most sense to let her um, fly. And it's not very high. You don't go very fast. You have to kind of push yourself off stuff, but it's okay. It's better than nothing. And I'll, uh, I'll cast Levitate on Ari. All right. So as you guys get into the dinghy and start rowing your way to the, the coast, it's, it's not too far off. I said it's about 50 meters, right? Meters or 50 feet? We're going to go meters because 50 feet doesn't make any sense. Um. The ship would have, yeah. The ship would have. Yeah, in fact, it's probably 500 meters, realistically. I messed up one. But a reasonable distance, but not super far away. We'll go for that. And you guys are off on your little dinghy. Um, as you guys begin to get closer closer to the island, is there any preparation you guys want to do? Last minute conversations? It's already just flying, the people in the so we'll remove her sword. Yeah, the people that, like, Ari could talk, and the people in the boat could talk. The people swimming probably could not talk. Just so you know, I made a, like, I took the long length of the boat, and I did a running sprint and jumped into the water. Belly flop! <laughs> mm. I'm going to ready it in action in case we are attacked. Okay. I'm going to hum. What are you humming? Are you humming? I can't hear you. Okay. All right. So, with that being said, as you guys get closer, eventually, as you come closer to sort of this this docking-looking area, you see that sort of standing on the coast, just with a couple other merfolk around him, stands a merfolk sort of with, like, this interesting signa draped across um, the merfolk's chest as you get closer to the coast. He calls out to you as you're about a couple feet off, and he's like, Whoa, stop! Why are you here? Gail's swimming. He's... Vox is swimming. Who's with me in the boat? Me in the boat. Ari's going to call back. We are here on behalf of Stanley's blacksmith shop. We're here to collect the merchandise that she has purchased from you. All right, come. 
with this sort of gestures and you guys watch us like his hand begins to glow a little bit and the waves sort of push the boat uh, the rest of the way to the coast. As you guys get off, he's like, so you are the representatives for Stanley's blacksmith? Yeah. Yes. Why has our usual contact not come this time? We're adventurers, uh, and we were hired. So hired, no, we don't know why. Hired adventurers to accomplish a job that she usually does by herself. Mighty fishy. You know what I mean? Oh my. <laughs> does he actually say that? Rock is gonna <laughs> laugh oh, so, so hard at that. <laughs> and then he sort of stops and is like, why are you laughing? Oh, you're <laughs> right, that was... That was the capital. The capital was recently attacked, and so she has had a influx of orders and is unable to leave her uh, shop at the moment. Yes, we have heard about the attack on the capital. We've also heard about some brave heroes that saved the day. The the, the order of seventeen or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. It was like seven or something. I think it was seven. Order seven. seven. Yeah. Is Boxen right. yelled to the water yet? I mean, yes. Can... The, the water would have pushed you as well as the boat. Okay. The order of seven. I don't know how seven could defeat a demon, but. What's oh, your name? My name is Max Siltar. Max Siltar. Max Siltar. I am just faith doing that. That's just faith. Terrifying. It's faith. It's faith. I'm gonna take off my hood and shake the water out of my hair. I am the leader of the Merfolk trade operation out in this lake. Just assist with some of the trading that needs to be done to keep um, both of our people up and running. So, So you guys rely on the trading? Well, we provide some goods and services, and um, those in the capital pay pretty hefty for those goods and services that we require. Sounds fair to me. Nothing. Two. Incorrect with it. Besides, the materials we recover should rightfully belong to the Merfolk anyways. How's that? The Empire has stolen our lands, killed our people, eaten our children. Yeah, what's up with that? That's terrible. I know. You're the f- you agree? Yes, I mean, that was my first time in the capital, and I puked. Like, that's disgusting. You ate one of us? I puked seeing what they were doing. I also tried to ride against the restaurant we were at. Make a deception check. That's not deception. I did see what was going on. And he did try to riot, didn't he? I, I did try to riot. Okay, make a persuasion check. Because you did uh, eat one still. Can I do deception instead? Can I do deception instead? Ten. Wouldn't that be like 11? Um. 11. No, it's 10, because I'm wandering. 
Interesting. Interesting. I, as soon as Gale gets out of the water, he'll see it. Does he recognize the the signet on this is anything that he's seen from Make his land? A history check, Gale. Ooh. That is a. Uh, that is a. That's actually really good. That is a seventeen. Would and would Lua recognize it from any dealings that they might have had with Astoria? Lua, make a history check. <clears throat> Can I make a history check too? Rock, make a history check. Yeah. History check. Well, that wasn't great. But. Eighteen. Rock, what did you get? Thirteen. So, Rock, it looks pretty. Wow, this place is so pretty. Um, <laughs> we'll do Lua first. Lua, with that Sigma, you have noticed, maybe that memory check or something like that, that with working with Historia, before you had even gotten together with the group when Steric was still with Alive. us, uh, you would notice that Astoria sometimes has different, like, calling cards or little tokens with her. Little things like that, like, to identify. And the Signa is one of them. Mm. Gale. You would recognize this Signa as part of... It's not 100% the same. It's almost like a piece of it, per se. But it's very similar to sort of the merfolk flag or the merfolk identity for where you're from. Wow. Alright. Okay. Um as Gil gets up, he'll see Maxwell Million or Maxwell Park. And he'll go Oh um I haven't done this in a really long time. Excuse me if uh my my voice isn't very good. Um but I He'll do the the greeting through singing. Make a performance check. That's an eleven. With assistance. Is okay, everyone doing it, or who is who is all doing it? As Gail goes, I'll out. do it. Okay, Ari is not doing I, it. I don't think Lou would know. Rock and Rebecca was doing it after he saw what happened. I've been I've been humming the whole time. I never said I stopped. Is it performance? Yep. Rock. 21. Okay, and Rebecca? I got 16. All right. As you guys make this noise to the merfolk, um, you watch as Maxotar's face uh, changes very quickly and very abruptly. Sort of his casual, sort of happyish smile, like as he's dealing with traitors and adventurers, the human race changes. He's immediately to a death glare, sort of a disgust in his face. Um, the other merfolk around him sort of begin to like draw their tri their tridents and spheres as Maxwell sort of like holds oh, no. his hand out and like stops him for a second. Cultural appropriation. No! This at this is my point, major! He's Cultural <laughs> appropriation is your major? No, and following. Oh, nice. Same thing. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's a what big joke. Freak? The opposite of <laughs> opposite of that opposite of that <laughs> at this point he sort of snarls and he's like 
what? As his voice changes, more of a, like he's been speaking a very, like, common, like you can understand it, but now his change of tone sounds almost like a weird mix between Merfolkian and common. As he's like, what? How? Why are you using a sacred religious text? Oh, you didn't mention it was sacred. Yeah, with oh. that gale. Now I'm embarrassed. Sorry, I, I'm. How I'm from... did you know? How did you know about this? He taught us. Throw Gale under the bus. <laughs> As Max's heart looks directly into Gale's heart, and he's like, "Wow." I. Why I, do you I'm, mock us? I'm. I'm from. He he just like stabs. Uh, 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 I, I'm from a land where the merfolk that I knew there would do that, and the the kids taught me that how to, how to do that when I was really kid. kid. Merfolk taught you that. <laughs> where? What land are you from? Uh, I'm I'm from Flatonia. As he sort of looks at you, and like he rolls his eyes about as high as he can get, and he's like, "The land of Flatonia." The old land, the, the stories of the old. Nice joke, you empire swine. Don't mock us with your. Lou would jump in and she would be like, maybe you have had dealings with our group in the past. Your group. She, she would pull out. Oh wait, no. Oh crap, she didn't have one. I'm thinking she had things that Sarah has. <laughs> uh. Nope, that's yeah. all bad, isn't it? <laughs> but no, yeah, she would be like, has a young woman with fiery red hair spoken to you in the past? Astoria? What? No, no. There's a lot of people that we discuss and talk with. An Astoria, a girl with red hair? No, not particularly. We no. just wish... To get this transaction over with, we do not need to an insight check on the guy. What are you inciting? To see if he's lying. Yeah, make an insight check on that. 18. You know, if someone wants to roll below a 10, like a statistically probability chance, like, it's okay. <laughs> um, just too good. With an 18, he is actually telling the truth. Uh, Maxeltar has not or does not remember dealing with Astoria specifically. Uh, how how about a uh, an uh, an elephant man? What? Named Maurice. 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 At this, he sort of stops for a second and looks up. I might have dealt with the Maurice, but that's. That's despised the point. We know Maurice. Insult. You insult our faith. You insult our religion. You insult our old beliefs of the land before this festering empire appeared. Let us just do business and move on. Uh, all right. Agreed. Sincere apologies, our new friends. At this, he sort of turns to the other mortal. Begins speaking in their language. I'll talk to you, As I don't know how Merfolk sounds. I really have no idea. I gave an example. 
And this, um, they sort of like go off into the distance as, and they begin to bring back some cases um, that have been sort of hiding behind a rock. Like wherever they store their things, as cases begin with like metal and as they begin coming there. It's like, we can load this onto your ship and swim up to it if that works best for you. Um, I have, I have a question. Yes. Um, first, we are sincerely sorry for our ignorance and wish for forgiveness and it will not happen again. And do you know anything about the stars? What do you what do you mean about the stars? I am a noble temp celestial temple descendant and I am one with the universe. And I respect all people and I understand that they know different things than I. Particularly stars. Because, you know, the Earth, the, the planet, the, oh, everything. It's just so different no matter where you go. So. We don't worship this. We don't worship the stars, if that's what you're asking. Oh, yes. No, I'm not asking that. I'm just saying that's what I do. What I'm asking is, since we are so ignorant and have has caused such a disruption, I was curious as to if there was involvement of stars. And you just confirmed that as no. But I do know from my studies that different areas of the planet, the celestial realm is more open. So you have a great sacred presence here that I am unaware of because I was mountains, though it's pretty different. So, may, may I know a little bit? It's okay if you don't, because as I have said before, I am still very naive and still learning. The stars tell the stories of the merfolk for a long time ago before the Empire. Who? Do you think our friend would know anything about those stars? Since you mentioned the land of Etonia. I don't know. All I know is that they just tell the weeping of our people. As they were. Make a fun spot. He sort of stops at this point and he's like, I You already have mocks. I don't know Listen, why I that. I, uh, I'm very sorry. Maybe I'm from where I didn't mean as a disrespect and as a payment of my apologies. I'd like to give you this and I, I hold out a, a, a ruby ring. I, I, I have no need for this. I'd be willing to part it for to make amends. I, I'll, I'll never do that again. Whenever I'm at this, in, at this point, Max Altar sort of like 
takes the ruby ring from you. Sort of looks at it a bit. Apology accepted. As tensions have sort of calmed down. Because money can buy your way out of anything. That's what Gail has learned. <laughs> Gail slowly learning things? Gail, Gail does not have to get a ruby ring. But he does have stuff. <laughs> he can give stuff. Oh, so, yeah, Gail got a ruby ring. I remember that. I did. I did get a ruby ring. Um, with that, though, as a couple of the crates have been, the crates have all been loaded to the ship, as some of the merfolk have been taking them out to the big boat. Uh, eventually, uh, after all that's done, Max Altar will come up to you guys, and he'll be like, so, as always, at the end of the day, time for the transaction. You so, have a, a transaction. So, so I'm going to whisper in the ear of Rock, because he's the most persuasive one we got. For the last shipment that was supposed to go. Um, and the blacksmith wanted to stop oh. shipments, so. Am I in? Am I? Is this what I'm doing? Okay. Um, Rock's gonna kind of be like, oh, gotcha. Um. Right. So Max Altar continues and he's like, so, I know that times have been a little tough for your employer, but. She did promise that this is the fourth shipment we've done on loan, and so I think the combined total of gold value we're looking at about fifty-five thousand gold. Uh, you have she owes you. Yes, fifty-five thousand gold. I'm assuming oh, you have that. She hasn't paid you for any of the shipments yet. And this Max Altar sort of stops, and he's like, "Do you not have my money?" How much she money did do we not have? give us any money. Wait, she didn't give us any money? Right? She didn't give us any money? I don't think so. She just no. sent us here to pick it up and not pay? She Ooh. sent you here to pick it up and not pay? Well, we're obviously not going to do that because that's straight up wreck. No. Yeah, she told us to come in to pick it up and then tell you that she doesn't want to do business with you anymore. Which is not right. Yeah, that's... That's not right. So, to be clear, sir, you have not received any funding for any of these shipments. She's been paying us for the last couple hundred shipments, but just recently she stopped. Just got on goodwill that it's been a rough time in the capital and maybe she's a little low on funds, but now you say that she wants to end our relationship? Yeah, she was straight up like, yeah, like I don't want to do business with them anymore. I can't afford it. And, you know, since the income of set, you know, increase in, what was it, increase in desire, want, what is it called? Business. Demand. <laughs> increase in demand. Yeah, business. You think you earn more money. So, it seems like we have been canned, so we will not. Not us. You've been conned. <laughs> You've all been conned. You, you can get your boxes, sir. I didn't know that we weren't going to have anything to give you. I don't think in good faith that we could take them. What are we receiving in return from this lady? Right. Oh, yeah, no, we need to take the boxes because we need money. Do you, <laughs> do you, sir, by chance, 
sell Brandium? <laughs> no. Brandium's a rare metal that only a couple of blacksmiths have lying around in the capital. Oh, that wait, well, we're in a pickle. How much did you say that showed you? 55,000 gold. Or the equivalent. Yeah, we can't pay that. No. We really need the brandium. That boat's probably worth about 40,000. Yeah, but it's not our <laughs> boat. It's not hers either. So, un unfortunately, we can't give you the boat. I mean, well, to be completely know. fair, I'm not too fond of the captain and or crew. So. Wait, 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 wait. We have the, we have jewels. We have one jewel left. No, we have three jewels left. Oh, we do? Yes. How much are they worth? So my men have labored to put these boxes on a boat of the metal that my employer needs, and she has told you to tell us to cut relationships, is what I'm hearing correctly? Correct, yes. sir. Well, no one's leaving here until I know for a surety I'm going to get my 50,000 gold. Can we work for the 50,000 gold? No, Ari is going to pull out the black gem, the star gem, and the other yellow gem. And she's going to say, how much is this worth? But he looks down at it. Couple hundred. Really? I, I have, the star gem would be worth so much. Anyways, I, Ari I have this, that. and then I'll pull out first my seed, and I'll give him a little seed. This is very valuable to me. He sort of looks at it and then, like, looks down. Do you think I'm a fool? As he knocks the seed off into the distance. It sort of goes, boink, as the seed falls into the sand. I also have this, and then I'll get, I'll show the, I'll show him the pearl from the southern beach. As he looks at the pearl, he's like, this is worth a little bit more, but not 50,000 or even near a thousand. Look, this is some serious transactions and kind of some crummy stuff we got mixed in with you guys. I don't know, sir, if the, our employer is going to send anyone else out here. I mean... He's, uh, um, Lua's, Lua's going to pull, like, um, I can't remember. What was his name again? getting Max? Maxeltar. Maxeltar. I was going to say, yeah, anyway. Uh, Maxeltar. May may I speak to you privately? Without your comrades? Secret With, secrets. Without my comrades. Are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. As you and Max Altar walk off a couple feet away, a couple feet away from the rest of the party. Yes. I have this ring as she removes it from her hand. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, you can't do that. Oh, wait, Rock isn't here. And she is going to basically explain the origins and the... Uh, the, yeah, yeah, the uh, special ability that it has. Oh, um, okay. You want me to roleplay the special, like... Let's not roleplay that just for secrecy's sake. Okay. 
Um, as you explain the situation to Max Altar, he sort of sits there and looks at the ring and he's like, That's a lot of gold. And you would use this as the fair transaction? Um, I would like if somehow we come across the 50,000 that it may be returned. However, if the 50,000 does not happen within a month, then I would say yes. At this point, Max Altar sort of sits there for his bit. Then he asks, there's like, does the rest of your party carry magic items of this caliber? Um, no, not, not to the extent that I know. Mine was, as, as you know, crafted specifically for my situation. Hmm. Well, while I do appreciate this offer, it does sort of pain me that this, this item has some very sentimental ties to it. And waiting a month around for 50,000 gold is just not in our priority. That's, that's fair and I understand. So it's either you give it to me now and we'll settle this debt for your employer or don't give it to me at all. How many folk are there? Alright, as you look around, there's only about five on the beach. Um, maybe it might not be. Ah. Oh. All right. Yep. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it, Kyle. Not, do not it. what you not what you think I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna do it. So, um, Max Altar, what if I were to promise you a a change in? the way things work here in this world that we live in. What do you mean by that? We work in an organization in which we plan to restore this world into the world of old where we all live amongst each other as equals. <laughs> I've heard this story before. You sound like a meme for <laughs> I will want no Nifa. I know Nifa! What was that, David? No idea. Lua wouldn't know Nifa. Doesn't know Nifa. That's what she, she Isn't would. Isn't it Nifa? Oh, no, that's Nifa. Nifa. I know Nifa. Yes, I know Nifa. She would part part of her wig and demonstrate a couple strands or a little bit of hair. And she would say, I live in fear constantly and I wish to see this changed. With that, Max Altar looks at you for a second. No. Looks around for a bit. Stop. 
starts counting heads, and he's like, you know what? I'll make you a deal. You guys are off the hook this time. Just tell your employer never to do business with us. We'll just end it here. You guys are free to go. Can I make an insight check? You can make an insight check. And see if he has any bad intentions towards my person. Make an insight um, check. Also, Ari's not because of the conversation you had. I've been thinking about having Ari take off her helmet the entire time. So she's just going to take off her helmet. All right. Just to give... Just because she knows what it's like, peeps. <laughs> Trying to gain some sympathy from people. <laughs> insight, right? What is your insight? A 15? He seems pretty honest. But Kyle looks evil. <laughs> <laughs> he seems honest. And Lua believes he's being honest right now. Elite and pretty. So, what did you say about Nympha? Lua, Lua will have to tell the party. Alright, but Maximar's like, y'all uh, are free to go. Don't want to deal with this anymore. Take the, take the metal back. I don't care. Max, it's hard. I thank you for your kindness. It's what I can do for someone that's also on the run from the capital. And she just nods her head and she says, if you ever need anything, my organization my organization, and, and I would be more than willing to help you out in any way that we can. Oh, I believe that you will be a help of us someday. No, back off. And yeah, she would just nod her head and walk away. Right. And she would come back and she would tell everybody in the group. She would be like, all right, we are, we're good to go. Really? I'm going to make a perception check. It's a natural 20. What are you trying to perceive? I want to see if dude is whispering to people and people are scheming. I want yes. to see. As you are looking around, uh, everything looks the same as before. Some of the merfolk are standing off to the side. Maximar sort of standing off in the distance, like watching Lua. Um, and he's just sort of like waves to the party as he sees as you look at him. And he's like, you best be off. The debt's forgiven. Inside check. It's an 18. Yeah, like, I, I don't know what you're trying to insight. Like, uh, it seems like the debt's for him. I think you're beating the dead horse, you know, maybe. I still Okay, awesome right. Ari's okay. going to replace her helmet and say, let's go. I will cast Levitate on Ari again. Yay! Yes, I'll start swimming. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And you guys jump in the dinghy and start making your way back to the boat. Yeah, yeah. After a couple minutes. Any conversations on the. Actually, a, after you like make your way back to the big boat from the dinghy, as you guys pull yourself on top, you see uh, Captain Steffers there, there, standing there helping people on, and he's like, ah, you didn't die. <laughs> There's about a 50 chance of that. Mm, no, they were actually quite pleasant people to talk to. As she just like walks past them. <laughs> All right. 
Did we get everything you guys needed? Uh, did so. the blacksmith give us any details on the shipment? Nope. He said just to pick it up. Yep. Okay. Yeah, we got everything. Let's go. All right. And the boat begins to sail off. Um, I need two people to make uh, two D12 rolls real fast. I think Ari has one of them, right? Yeah. Does anybody else want to do one, or is it good if I do it? Uh, you can do it. Got an eight. And I got a four. Okay. And the boat begins to sail off. Um, and it, it begins to sail for about an hour-ish. What are you guys doing on the boat right now? Any conversations, um, anything like that? I would, I'd want to go up to, to Lua after a little while. And I'll... Uh, Lua. Ari would join in on this conversation. She's very curious back to continue, Gail. What What did you say to Maxeltar? Um, I just offered a, a payment. And it did not come to terms. And so I shared with him my ideals and her ideals. But I mean, it's not our debt. It still feels weird. But you didn't pay anything. Yeah. A, a term in a physical transaction was never decided. So, does Yell has like a really strange look on his face? Does his people see your your people as royalty too? She would just kind of like side glance at Gail, being like, "I didn't ask." Interesting. Hmm. Um. Hmm. Well, if I if I might ask, Lua, I don't know if I ever really got a clear answer on what Astoria and whatever this is, what the ideals are. From what I understand and what I'm fighting for is a world of how it used to be. There was no real race better than another. There was no And, and see discrimination. So. Is that how it was a long time ago here? I don't know. It sounds very nice. It reminds me of the land I come from. Do you know of any other lands other than the Empire? I spent quite a long time of my childhood in the desert researching a little bit about my people, but that was just about about it. Hmm. 
Are your people from the the desert? I I don't know. Um, just so you know, the the Fatonians that I knew came from a, a very green and luscious place. It was, it was quite beautiful. Oh. One day I hope to see something like that. The wind feels really good today. And then uh, Gil will turn and walk away. Hey Gil! Go on, go on. This will be, I'm assuming, at a later point than that just conversation. Hey, um, so I've been thinking a lot. What did you mean when you said that, like, you had people and they controlled you? That's a, that's a good question, Vox. I, I guess I never really thought to, to tell you that. What I did before I became an adventurer. Um, when I was about your age, um, some really bad people captured me and What's going on, guys? Just have your conversation. Stop it! <laughs> anyway, me and Gail are in the center of the boat. Does Rock see yeah. this? Anyway, you guys, this conversation. <laughs> Gail are in the center. We're as far away from the water as we possibly can. Um, anyways, uh, I, I was taking some news. They did magic. They cast a spell on me to make me do what they wanted me to do. So, uh, and what they made me do was become an assassin. I hunted people and I killed a lot of people. And that's why I use a wooden sword now. I don't really like who I was. that answers your question, what I meant by that. Yeah, I didn't, I mean, I guess in my books there's kind of you live at home anymore, Dan? I'm lots of time. But why, why aren't you with your family? Well, I just wanted to be an adventurer. 
guess I... That's a reason. I just don't really understand it. I could have stayed with my family. It would be awesome being with family. Yeah. Something really bad, dude. What you need to do to hit it. You see that bird over there? Yeah. Yeah, I'll make a perception check. <laughs> no! Can I also no! make a perception check as I'm looking for a bird? Yeah, Vox, make a perception check. And what is everybody else doing on the boat right now? you before I noticed you putting stuff up on the screen. McKay just rolled two dice and one of them was I did not. I rolled one, one dice 20. and I got in that 20. This was hard. Anyway, so I was gonna roll vibe check because I just was wondering if it felt weird on the boat like that. It's suspicious. Okay, make a vibe so, check right now. Okay. I rolled a nat 20. Uh, I got okay. 14. Uh, I forgot what vibe check is again. Is that just charisma? Okay. I it's just oh, straight. It's just straight roll. Yeah, everything. Dude, vibe, you're vibing great right now, Rock. Okay. I'm like, alright, that it all checks out to me, I guess. Yeah, uh, Ari's Ari's watching the ocean and the crew the crew a little bit more closely because, you know, we just bought a whole shipment of metal on board and so she wants to make sure they're not messing with it. Alright. Rebecca, what are you doing? Rebecca is for some <laughs> reason, it's gotten a bit harder to hear the McKay uh, tour. Do not close your eyes. Okay. Just like generally, it's like the mic isn't catching as much, but it's okay. Can you hear me? It's hard. I need to turn it up. Yeah, turn it up to air. Is that better? A lot better. Okay. Yeah. Alright. With that, um, I think that, that, that Lua, what are you doing? Uh, she's just kind of standing in the center. Just observing. Or just like, yeah, just thinking. Alright, sweet. So we'll take Lua's passive perception right now. Gail's perception was a 14. Box was a 20. Uh, Ari, since oh, you're sorry. looking... It would have been... Sorry, it was a nat 20, but it would have been... Um, 30. All right, with that box, as Gail says, look at that bird. You look out, but you immediately notice in the water coming towards the ship, a lone merfolk, sort of like bobbing up and down. As it gets closer to the, begins to come over to this side of the ship. Mm -hmm. I'll move over to that side. Hey, hey, look! It's one of those. It's one of the merfolk coming. Maybe he wants to say hi. Lua, no. We would just look up and think, what? As Boxer calls up, you see this merfolk pop its head out, and it's Maxomar. Um, he sort of sits there and he's like, "Greetings, my uh, my friends and my traders. Those that say they didn't know 
they were to bring a payment to me. I have come up with an idea before you guys make it back to the capital. How about I do receive a payment from you uh, before you guys head off? Sure, like, what do you want? I would like... gonna sink. I would like the girl, Lua. Yeah. Be kind. Like, as in in what way? What do you mean in I what would... way? It doesn't matter. No, like, it just... I'm not giving her up. I can't give you Lua. Ah. Uh, okay. <laughs> I suspected the least. At this, uh... Captain, the captain of the ship, Steffers, is going to run over and be like, You can have the girl! You can have the girl! Take the girl! Guys, we got to get rid of this girl right now. We're in trouble. Yeah. We're in trouble. Ari's going to run over to where Lua is, draw her sword, and prepare to fight whoever the heck comes at her. Whether it be Sailor Nerfle. Oh, that's a great idea! Yeah. Alright, you want her? Rock's going to walk over to Lua. And he's gonna kind of whisper in her ear and be like, hey, duck. Okay. Wait, what? One. Two. Three. Duck. And then Rock dodged. is going to cast an image of him reaching forward. And right as he ducks, she ducks. It's like he's pushing her over the edge. Alright, so you cast... You cast Silent Image? No, or what spell do you cast? Hold on, she's looking it up. At this time, can I do an insight check on the captain? Yeah, make an insight check on the captain. Yes. It's a nat 20 plus 6, so 26. Yeah, this guy's a scumbag who's trying to get rid of your best one of your friends. But you are realizing that he is scared to death right now by seeing Maxolar. And he is very concerned. Very, very concerned. Uh, yep. Minor illusion. Minor illusion. Alright. I think this guy needs to make a certain save to see if it actually confuses him. Alright. What's your DC? 15. As you cast minor illusion, he sort of like you watch as he sort of watches this, um, like it falls into this water, this minor illusion. He sort of like looks as it falls into the water, looks back up at you, and he's like, very funny. Very funny. Worth the well, shot. I just don't get why you're attacking us. Well, We're on your side, man. Well, your friend of theirs is worth quite a bit on the black market. Yeah, but I mean, like, maybe, we're maybe, on couple, your side. maybe a couple hundred. Yeah, I guess, but I mean, wouldn't you rather us help you to, like, get all of your money back? 
I don't know. She's worth all my money and much more, and especially with that ring of hers on her. Let's okay, just say... Well... Negotiations have turned a little south for you guys, as Max Moore begins to duck his head under the water. Ari's gonna turn to the magic casters, and she's gonna see, does anyone know how to get this boat moving faster? Gail will cuss, cast his cantrip gust into the sails. Gail will cuss. <laughs> Crap. Gail. <laughs> Explicit word. As the ship begins to move faster, as Gail casts gusts and the ship begins to lurch, you guys watch as a fin appears above the water. As some monsters that have been hiding in the under underwater Dude, begin like to shh. Seven monsters, eight monsters, ten monsters. <laughs> ten monsters. As you guys watch, as four massive fins appear above the water, and it looks like two massive merfolk per fin also begin to appear larger than the merfolk that you've seen before, holding these massive harpoons as this moment of dread falls deep into your souls as they begin to strike. And we're going to call for this session. Mm. That's a good place to call. Shoot. I'm so excited. What? I, I, hate, I hate calling on cliffhangers. <laughs> All right. Nice job. Nice job. You didn't, you didn't give up Lua. That was, that was very commendable. Yeah. No. I was hoping that was going to go a lot better than it's going, so. No? That's good. Alright. And dungeon. 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 Special thanks to all of our listeners and supporters on Patreon. The ambient music was produced and created by Michael Gelfi. Intro and outro was produced and created by William Heaton. Check out our website at www.thedungeonhouse.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Dungeon House. Interesting. Taking a quest and then learning that the person in charge wanted you to complete it for their shady activity is never a good sign. Getting surrounded by Merfolk is bad, especially when they are after Lua. Did you know that Lua's race, the Fralbino, is actually traded as slaves? It's a very, very, very sad situation. Will the party be able to get out of this one, or will the Merfolk overpower them? Find out next time on The Dungeon.